right, everybody, Grunge Bible is back as we welcome you into episode 64 of the Grunge Bible podcast. This is Chris Salona speaking to you, as well as Ethan Shalloway. He's in the room as always. Ethan, how the hell are you? I'm doing really well, Chris. Um, yeah, it's a really nice day. We've had a just had a little afternoon shower, which is good. We needed the rain, you know. Yeah, um, you need that rain about, sometimes. It's been about eight to ten days with just hot, no rain. So it's no, it's um, no good. Yeah, so I, I like watching the puddles gather. So you know, it's <laughs> we're we're doing well. It's <laughs> very good. I love that. Yeah, man, energy levels are high. Energy levels are high today. I'm excited to talk some music, a little bit of banter with you. Um, I love checking in. Um, speaking of checking in, how are you today? I'm doing really well. Um, yeah, I things are good. Um, we're recording this on a Friday, uh, end of the week. We we made it through another one. Um, I'm going to have a relaxing weekend this weekend, I believe. Uh, we're quote getting a unquote, bit, relaxing yeah. weekend. <laughs> that's that's what the forecast is saying right Which, now. But as we know, those storms can pop up, and uh, next yeah. thing you know, you get through the weekend having like three hours of cumulative sleep. So uh, we'll see what what this brings. But I got radar is clear right now, but that doesn't mean that <laughs> it at can the end happen of the fast. Week, <laughs> yeah, storms, storms pop brewing. up. Yeah, and you never you never really know. But yeah, I um I I feel really good. Uh, I'm excited that we're able to do this. Um. Yeah, I'm not. We're getting ahead. I think we're getting that's ahead. Yeah, it's it's early. It's only uh, it's June third today. This episode's coming out on June thirteenth, so uh, we're we're gonna teleport into the future here for a little bit. Um, but yeah, this this is nice. Uh, we tend to record. There's never one specific day or even time of day that we record. But I feel like right now. Um, I don't have any imminent obligations for the rest of the day. Really, uh, I feel fairly relaxed and fairly calm, and I'm excited to do this today. This is great. I love it. Yeah. You, yep. You love when inspiration hits, mm-hmm. and this will give us. I think we wanted to. We're gonna. Like I said we're gonna get ahead, so then we can have a little more freedom for hopefully getting some people on the podcast a little more, a couple different voices in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, that's that always, is our goal. So yeah. it helps when we when we can bank a few of these, uh, just me yeah. and you. So yeah. I, nothing, I nothing, will shirt, get, nothing will Chris. get a podcaster feeling good about themselves than uh, having having yeah. some uh, some 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 product in the bank, and uh, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, Chris. I see your shirt. I want to point that out to all the all the yes, followers. This is, this is very important so right is, here. This is an important shirt. It is a life is happy shirt. Uh, Chris and I both have one. He has bright sky blue, and I have I have sun yellow. Um, I should have worn mine, but um, I didn't. I didn't get the memo. Uh, but that is a great shirt, and it's a great reminder that life is happy. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful Friday, and we are very thankful. Yeah. I think we're yeah, very thankful. So you, um, you, you've, you've had this this shirt for a long time, and I remember you had one, and I was like, I'm gonna get myself one of those because life is happy. So I got this maybe three or four years ago now, and then um, I went through a <laughs> I went through a period of my life of a, maybe about a year and a half where I didn't wear the shirt because I. <laughs> life was not happy for me for a little bit but um you know you know if i break out this shirt things are uh things are pretty good so yeah life life life's happy that's really all there is to it yeah life is happy <laughs> that's awesome so today on the docket uh no appeal on the docket but none, none whatsoever are, <laughs> when uh we are going to get into some just some random band music talk bands that we listen to too much bands that we don't listen to enough bands that we are reluctant to listen to and kind of jump all around into um, 
yeah, like how you get into listening to music and what that turns into. And then all of a sudden you get really annoyed with a band, so you stop listening. So kind of the ebbs and flows of listening to music. Um, but before we do that, we do have some people to thank and some incredible support uh, that we need to ask of you. <laughs> basically. Absolutely. Here's, here's the time where we ask you to give us here, uh, here your time, the money, the and... Program. <laughs> Uh, you guys, you so all know. The if you want to use the now. fast forward button, you can do that. But if you don't, please, please, <laughs> you'd like to plea. listen. Um, you know how to help us by now. Um, I know I'm speaking to you right now, and uh, I know you're James. out there. You're listening, James. We're talking to you, James, uh, Bill, uh, whoever's out there. I, I'm talking directly to you. Um, you've been listening for a while. You like you like the podcast. It makes you happy when this is in your podcast inbox on yeah. Monday. Um, if you like the show couple of dollars patreon yeah. two dollars a month that's all it takes to get into the patreon uh to show some support to us uh and to keep this uh this podcast rolling and uh i know we have uh we have many people who have decided to do that so far uh we're very very thankful for that and uh we'd be very thankful for you um yeah i'm, I'm talking to you right now we'd be yeah, very you thankful said you would- you said you would join last week. We heard yeah, you. You so. thought about it, but you didn't have your wallet on you, so you didn't want to get you go get your credit card. Uh, and then you forgot I about it. I couldn't remember my code. I couldn't so remember my code. Now you now here's your reminder. You didn't feel like filling out the field, but you got some time today. You you've got you've got the next hour of Grunge Bible podcast. You can you can listen and join at the same time. I, I have I have faith in your cognitive abilities for that. And uh, we have some great examples of people who not only have joined but have joined at the top tier. And continues to, to sustain this podcast. And uh, now is the time where we would like to thank them. And their names are Rachel Corning, Fuck Soup, Doug Endy, Jade Mercado, Wayne Staley, Kara Kay, The Blue Owl, Carlene Salona, Seattle 4 fanboy from New Jersey, Fresh Tendonitis, Jamie Lynn, What the Fuck's Up Denny's, our number one fan from Australia, Release, Millie, Alexis Shannon, Kayla Jean, Marianne, Sonny Mashburn, Sue, Nikki Six, Laura Irene, Chris LSMS, Black Hole Sean, Captain Hightop, Alex Long, and Darian Riddle. So follow follow your comrades into this flood here. Uh, they're out there fighting the good fight. Uh, they need some help. Uh, you might they as well do. go and join them. Right now they're supporting the entire Grunge Bible music community that we love. And they're doing it by their lonesome. Yeah, by themselves. And so, some of them have been in the fight for a long time. They're tired. They need a hand. Some of them, yeah. They've been, so let's let's give them a hand, give them a rest, and uh, and join forces because it'll just it'll make us all a lot happier. I promise that we'll be happy. We're happier every time we have a, we have a patron uh, join aboard. A- absolutely, so. it makes us happy, and it'll make you happy because we'll keep making the podcast. So uh, go ahead, handle your business, uh, and enjoy this podcast episode. That's really. Um, only a couple things you got to do right now it's pretty it's pretty good so um getting into this episode so last week when we were talking about blind melon i think we both made the um made the point and we we both agreed with one another the blind melon was really kind of a band that um we don't listen to as much as we probably should because when we spend time with their music we really enjoy it and you just get that sense like wow you know, I should I should spend more time yeah. with this band, and and that really I can't kind believe of, I don't listen to this band more often. Type yeah, of stuff. so that really kind of spawned the idea for this episode, where we're going to talk about uh, different bands that uh, Ethan, you and I feel similarly about. That when you listen, you're like, wow, I gotta I gotta spend more time around this. And uh, you know, additionally, that that also raises certain questions in certain areas of you know bands that might be on our list that everybody else seems to love and think really highly of, but we just 
we just haven't taken the time yet. Right. And uh, additionally, bands that might have taken us a while to get into that people either love or hate, and we're just like, oh, this doesn't do it for me. But you gotta, you might, you might be able to acquire a taste for something. And uh, there's certainly some bands that come to mind for that. Um, as so well, do you want to? Maybe there's some uh, bands that we're sick of. Yeah. Do you want to start with bands that we reluctantly were told to listen to? maybe before we get into the bands that we don't listen to. So is there like bands that we reluctantly were told to listen to, got into, and then they found a good place in their heart. I think, yeah, that, I, yeah I feel like I that would... might be a good place to start because, uh, I don't know. I just feel like it would be, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think we should yeah, just start I, with I think, the bands? I think that's, I, that's a, good... a smaller list. Yeah. It's it certainly, I, there's only, there's two that come to mind that are adjacent to, uh, to the grunge Bible sphere. And um, I'll just, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll just Start cut to off. the chase. Yeah, I'll cut to the chase right here. Um, I didn't believe in Primus. I, yeah. I cast dispersions at them on, on this podcast multiple times. And, um, you know, you, you think that you don't like something and you actively don't like something, but then it just pops up every so often. And each time the reaction is a little less... Uh, um, you know, adverse and eventually you get to the point where you don't hate it and then you might be indifferent about it. And then when you start seeking that band out, that's when, you know, they've got you hook, line and sinker. And uh, Primus certainly did that for me. Um, John the Fisherman. John the Fisherman. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically John the Fisherman was out, was out there. He, he, he reeled me in and now I am a Primus fan. Um, it's funny, I think if you go back and listen to maybe the first 10 or 15 episodes, we definitely, both of us, I don't think we're the biggest fans of this band, but uh, that's how it happens. Things turn around and uh, you you hear things differently. So for me, that's, yeah. that is the first band that comes to mind that I wasn't with the program. I didn't see what the program was. I didn't get it. And now, now, now I get it and I, I enjoy them and, and sometimes I'll, I'll seek them out. I remember, uh, you know, going to, the, going to the gym, going to the weight room, I'll, I'll listen to Primus for that. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, people always would bring up Primus and yeah. ask us to ask us to post them and whatnot. And and it was one of those bands, bands that completely went under my radar. I really didn't know much about them at all until like two and maybe two and a half years ago. And then totally. we started hearing about it. And, and then I got into it. And I, I do vividly remember I was driving home and I was like, I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to dive into some Primus. And I started listening to it on the road driving and oh my gosh, it was so perfect for the road. Like it was, it's funky enough and weird enough that it keeps your attention. And it just has, there's a lot to that band and, and less is great at the front. And, uh, we slowly fell into, uh, you know, the Primus fandom and I'm glad, I'm glad I'm there. I'm glad I found that band. And I feel like they're fun. They're fun for me to go back and explore. Yeah, they're, like they, when they're I go a fun there, band I always, for me too. Yeah. yeah, like I kind of like getting into the deep cuts because it's just kind of, you know, it's just wild, you know. Oh yeah, and especially some of their There's live no performances. There, there are no rules. I mean, their Woodstock set is just absolute electric gas, petroleum, whatever you want to call it. Uh, fantastic stuff. But that's another one of those things where I think my affinity for Primus is a gift that Grunge Bible has given me because I, I would never have checked them out. Um, we had a few people and, uh, there was one, there was one Instagram user who very, very consistently would DM us and ask us to post. Um, I think it was, my name is mud. 
Um, and uh, every single time I was like, I'm not doing it. I, I don't want to do it. Primus I'm not sucks, interested in it. I don't like it. It's not good. And then eventually I, I, I got to the point where the straw was about to break the camel's back. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm posting it. So I put it up there. I said that I didn't really like this band. And I thought they sucked. Um, and I kind of accidentally wandered into the whole Primus sucks thing and I used it to pass it Which off the fact so that I wasn't funny. insulting the band. Um, so ironic. Yeah, I mean, that's how it happens sometimes. So I'll thank my lucky stars for that. But over time, you make a couple more Primus posts and um, that's how I've learned to like a lot of bands through that because we'll get suggestions and I won't know who these bands are and I'll seek them out because I got to find something to post and watch some of their video because I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pull something yeah. to uh, to post it up there. and. Uh, yeah, I learned to uh, learn to like different different bits of music like that. I think another band that fits into this category pretty pretty strongly is Tool. Uh, okay. I don't think either of us were fans of Tool until we were recommended, and I was a little reluctant to get into it, and still am. They're actually, uh, yeah, they're they're an interesting band for me, but I'll put them in here. Where I I reluctantly started listening to them, and, and then was kind of mesmerized by them naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think for me, they would fall into the category of, uh, you know, I still need to get into them because I, I still don't feel like well, I get in, it. They're in, my, they're in that category for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know that I don't, I'm not confident enough, um, to defend myself if, if I actually said that I was a fan of tool and people started, you know, quizzing me on the band. Um, I don't think I have the, uh, the bath speed to hit their fastballs. So, um, you know, I know right. the tool fans are very passionate and I don't want to step on any toes here. So they're definitely, they're on the list. I, I think it's got to happen organically though, because that's the thing. A lot of times we'll get suggestions and people are like, oh, you have to listen to this. And I have a lot of friends as you know, you and I do this back and forth with one another all the time. Like, Hey, you got to listen to this. And if you're not, if you're not in the mood to discover something new. Um, it's not going to resonate with you. I mean, if you if you're sitting down, and you're in the mood for something that you know, something that you can tap along to or sing, or you you know what it's about, and you try to listen to something else. Sometimes it it doesn't sink in the way that it should. So um, I have like a queue of different bands and and whatnot, you know, in the back of my head that when I'm in the mood to check something out and go out into a limb and and discover something new, you know, I got to check them out. But that's not all the time for me. Um, so I, I kind of have to wait for that to come around. And Tool has been on the waiting list for a long time. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. It uh, Certain bands that aren't, yeah, that have that affinity to them, you need to be ready for. Um, yeah. Is there any other bands that you fit in this category, the ones that like kind of reluctantly and then all yeah. and then you kind of really enjoyed them when you got, I have two other bands that I'll bring yeah, up. Yeah, so I have I have one more and uh, this is a little bit of an announcement and um, in accordance <laughs> with recent tradition, I need to announce to everyone that I am a liar. Um, oh, <laughs> about, here comes the gun, Guns and Roses, baby. Come <laughs> it is on, not Guns and it Roses. It'll never be Guns and Roses. I'll die on that hill. But Motley Crue. It was it was a couple of months ago, and um, I got on here once again, and I said that I didn't like this person, I didn't like any of their bands, um, even <laughs> I Josh like Hogan? Caius. I like ah, Caius. Yes, <laughs> I do. Um, Caius. I never thought the day would come. Um, I yeah. I said that I, we said that we didn't like Josh Homme. I, I also think. I also I also want to I want to say that this episode is going to be full of contradictions, full yes. of weird bad opinions from yeah. us because we're, we're probably going to yeah because we're going to go liars. back on a lot we're going to go back on a lot of our words. I was like writing some stuff and I was like ah this is going to this is yeah. going to sound gatekeeper ish. This, gatekeeper-ish, to the, uh, or this is going to be the cyclical nature of music. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean we can <laughs> anyway. We so back to Josh Homme. Yeah, exactly. back to Josh Homme. So, 
So I hated this I was band. surprised by this. I I'm, was surprised, I'm surprised by too. This. So uh, the origin story for my my enjoyment of Caius um, must have been like a month ago. I was in the gym and I had a really really heavy day. Um, I think I was I was doing like squat back squat triples at like you know eighty eight percent or something. It was it was it was really heavy and I was already beat up because it was the end of the week and I had just pulled deadlift doubles at like 92%. Like I was, I was getting crushed and I needed something and I don't know why, but I, I, I happened upon, um, Caius's welcome to sky Valley album. And I listened to that front to back that day. I had a fantastic lifting day and, um, yeah, the love affair was born. Uh, Caius helped me that day. I never yeah. thought that they could. I never thought that I would turn to yeah, them, you were but I did. Sending a few songs over to me. I was yeah, like demon, in, in uh, real demon time. runner or something. Or yeah, yeah. I think um, I demon was, cleaner. I, the, I demon sent cleaner, demon cleaner yes. over to you, and um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm here. I'm here to say uh, my name is Chris Salona, and I'm a liar. I like Caius, <laughs> and I guess I like Josh Homie too. I mean, he's got some good music, you know, we can for, we for the, for the music. Yeah. I, I can't yeah, speak course. to the man, obviously, but, um, yeah, I feel, music. um, I had, I had one or two similar things for, you know, I think we talked about this before due to the big Lebowski. I had, I had a hatred for the Eagles because he obviously <laughs> I hate the fucking Eagles, the fucking man. Eagles. It's been a long night. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having an argument with my friend Nick and, and just, I, he's like, dude, they're really good. You should listen to them. And I was like, nah, yeah. man, I, I just hate them. And then, of course, like the Eagles, fucking rock. They're just such oh, so, they're so good. good. Especially when Joe Walsh joined like, the band, they added yeah. a little bit of hard edge to them relative to what they were doing before. Yeah, so I mean, there's no surprise that the Eagles—they're one of my favorite. Yeah. Kind of like that California. And, and rock. if you grew up listening to classic rock, they're inescapable. So yeah, so the Eagles. I'm, I'm no glad brainer. you came around for that because I've always yeah. I've always enjoyed the Eagles. Uh, another band that kind of did this for me was in in high school the. The kind of the culty band was Dave Matthews Band. Had a lot yeah. of people that would go, and and there's a lot of stigma behind it. And I he's did still not, very polarizing. Not, like yeah, the he's, people he the people polar- that don't oh, like yeah. him the dead are heads, like, oh, the he's dead not head. for me. They're they're like, oh, fuck Dave yeah. Matthews is terrible. Yeah, again, I was talking to some um, Nick, and he was telling me to listen to Grateful Dead. And I wanted to put on, and he would you know, won't, will not listen to Dave. But uh, mm-hmm. so similar thing where I I was like on board with like the no Dave, and then I slowly kind of dipped into it and. And uh, I think he's really good. And I, I got past the whole, like, I mean, some people don't like him and I just ignore them. I just listen to. That's what you have to do. To you just got to stay in your yeah. own lane. I understand. I mean, he's super whiny. I mean, I yeah. get it. He, like, yeah, I, I can understand not, where he won't like. It's not for like, everybody. Um, yeah. But you just don't listen everybody. to those songs. Yeah. yeah so, so speaking to that, um, there's another another segment over here of uh, bands that we like that, you know, a lot of people tend not to like. And I, and I think Dave Matthews is a really good example of that for you in the sense that I think... Um, I don't I don't know that I've posted him, but I know you've posted him on, on Grunge Bible before on the Instagram page. And uh, it's always laden with comments about how it's how it's garbage or whatever. Um, but it's you notice the people that like him, they will defend they will defend him to the mm-hmm. last man. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. and there's there's a lot of bands out there for me um, that I like that are like that. I think for me, Counting Crows comes to mind immediately where I love to post them because I really like them as a band. And I really like Adam Duritz and a lot of people. Uh, do not like Counting Crows, but I will defend them. <laughs> I hop in the yeah. battle. I defend them. Um, Modest Mouse is kind of like that, too. There's a lot of people. Um, yeah. We post them a lot, too. And and some people just, uh, yeah, they're just, they're, just, they're just not about it. I kind of like think of those bands similarly. A lot of it, I think, comes from 
the voice and the stage presence yes, of the front exactly. of the front uh, the the lead singer and the front man. Uh, you think Isaac Brock, you think Dave, you think um, uh, what's it called, Adam Duritz? Yeah, and I mean, there you have one bad experience where you know they weren't singing mm-hmm. accurately or or they were mumbling at a show, and yeah. you, you have an enemy for life. So, yeah, that's what I was uh, a lot of what I was thinking about with these this uh section the beauty in the eye of the beholder and yeah. and i uh you know i really like dinosaur jr and yep. sometimes i'll be listening to them and i'll be like i i was like i guarantee if i tried to show this song to somebody they'd be like this guy's voice fucking sucks i feel that way about the melvins sometimes <laughs> yeah too. like yeah like like ah, uh, like i really like i really like this song but like there's no way i could show this to my roommate and be like you like this like yeah. every time so yeah. I've, I put Dinosaur Jr. is pretty good for this. I feel like uh, Neutral Milk Hotel, I don't know if you know them. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, I do. But mm-hmm. but he um, he has an awesome nasal type voice that yeah. I think is great. And his music is so good, but it's one of those ones where I, yeah, I'm kind of hesitant to show people. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, and he does, there's not a lot of music. They don't have, they have like two albums, I think, right. but really only one. Um, so... Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Of, there's a lot of bands that occupy like the punk rock um, sphere. That I think I think that genre is just laden with, um, you know, they're not for everybody, and it's in the eye of the beholder. And, and kind of recently too, um, for the last half year, basically, you and I have both been obsessed with Petey, and uh, I've I've been taking it upon myself to share him with everybody yeah. that I know that is musically inclined. And um, a common a common retort to that is. Um, uh, I've had a couple of people tell me, like, I think I send them like microwave dinner or something. And, um, they're like, wow, like I've never heard someone sing that sounds like they need a throat lozenge more than Petey. Um, but you know, it's, it's in the eye of the beholder. And, uh, yeah. if it's not for you, there's just more for me. So I don't really have a problem with it, but it, there, there are a lot of bands like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the main ones that I was thinking about. Um, yeah, absolutely. How about, um, how about do you, do you have bands that are on your list or bands that you know you look around you see everybody else listening to them and you're like wow like I, I I really need to spend some time with them and, and and I think there's there's a couple parts for me it's like I see other people listening to them and I know a lot of people like them and then there's also bands or musicians that people always request that we post that I just, I just haven't gotten around to it so I'm sure you yeah. you have some bands and musicians like that. Yeah, so I, I took this question. Um, of course, there I, like there's so much music, and we've been talking about this. There's, like, where do you start? Especially if yeah. a band has 14 albums, like that's what the do you hard do? part right now because yeah. a lot of the bands we like have been bands for 30 years, and it's just it's 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 just sensory overload. Where do you start, and how do you yeah. even divide up your time? Like I want to like that's why I want to interview some people from the back because I, imagine trying to get into the underground music of the eighties like we can't even get <laughs> oh my the, god <laughs> like we can't even get into the underground music of a the flashlight popular. some snacks and an oxygen tank if I'm going down there <laughs> like I could try my hardest for like ten years and I I don't know if I could get through some of the stuff so oh my god no. um it's too dense. so even like there's you know the big bands like so a couple that come to mind for me is definitely like Sonic Youth, the yes. Pixies, and I put no FX because okay. they're like a real they were a really big punk band. And like and they're and even like the Ramones and The Clash. So yeah. those are like five super influential bands. Two pu- like punk there are three punk bands like and then two like super alternative, really influential on the 
you know, the alternative sound and the using of different, you know, noise pedals and, and distortion and whatnot. And like, I've listened to a handful of songs from all of them. I know, you know, I know my, I know my way around very basically, but like, I wish that, I wish that I spent more time with because they're just it's such hard, a big influence though. on a lot yeah. of bands. So they're, they kind of like fit like the perfect man. I, I should listen to them more, but I, even, even when I try, I don't get very deep. I always like, I always pull out faster than I feel. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I go, I go, I go back to known territories. Another band that I would put in that, I don't know if you feel the same way, but, um, is the cure. Uh, we get a lot of people that yeah. request the cure and I just, um, I've spent some time with them, but like you said, I, I get in, I get a couple of songs in and I'm like, I, I don't have the time. I don't have the mental bandwidth to do this right now. So I, I you know, I pull yeah. back my, pull back my, uh, my troops and I, uh, I, I go somewhere else, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of bands. I, I really, I feel very similarly, um, especially about Sonic Youth um, that you said, because we post them and I think it's a band that we running the page that we do, we are supposed to like them and we're supposed to be knowledgeable about them. Um, but we're just not. Um, and like, we don't, I don't know enough about them really to know if I like them or not. I love their performances live. I think they brought such a really, really good energy live. Um, they really yeah. captivated the, 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 the space that they were performing, but you know, I don't really, I don't really know much about them. Um, I would even put dinosaur junior in that category for me. Yeah. Um, you know, aside aside from feel the pain and and, and a couple of random <laughs> tracks that I've come to uh, come to like over the years, um, I probably know Jay Mascus's solo catalog better than I know um, Dinosaur Junior's yeah. catalog. But um, mm-hmm. it's also <laughs> see we're liars because we post <laughs> I post these bands and, and I, I think sometimes people would never know. Like I don't I don't really know much about these bands. Um, but yeah. they're on the list, and the the Bill list to is... spill is one that I was going to put for the eye of the beholder because yeah, but like I, I like I like them, but I, I like same with Dino Junior. Like I mm. my my listening is still I feel very feel very shallow, and I've listened yeah. to them a good bit. Yeah, um, that's why it's kind of it's, intimidating talking to people so that were yeah. maybe our age thirty years ago because you know they they know all of these things. I'm like I don't. Like sometimes I, I don't, I, I don't have the, uh, the, the, the base to, uh, to, to have those conversations, but that's the only way you learn is by having those conversations with people that were there, people that, you know, have more knowledge and more experiences than you. Um, another I band do that have I, a quote, I was yeah. going to say, I do have a, I do have a quote about Sonic Youth that I was, that when I was looking through, I read and yeah. it was, um, <clears throat> it was by Michael Azard. He just writes about the early career and he said, Sonic Youth could only afford cheap guitars and cheap guitars sounded like cheap guitars, but the weird tunings of, or something jammed under a particular fret, those humble instruments could sound rather amazing. Bang a stick on a cheap Japanese Stratocaster, copy in the right tuning, crank that amplifier to within an inch of its life and it will sound like church bells. And I'm like, damn! I want to listen to some. I Sonic love that. Youth. That, like, is, that, that is the perfect so cool. thing to butter me up for a Sonic Youth listening session. I mean, <laughs> and then you listen to totally it. It's right, like, though, you know? it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's man. That that's poetic. That is that is incredibly poetic. Um, yeah, I another another writers. band. Well, yeah, another band that I that I place in this category. Um, everybody loves them. Velvet Underground. Um, not very yeah. related to our genre, but I think a lot of the musicians that were prevalent in the '90s were very influenced by that band. Um, 
I just, it's another one of those, you know, it's, I think it's difficult to get in. They influence the Sonic youth like a ton. There you go. They they influence everybody. I mean, like there's, there's some seminal influences, I think from the sixties and seventies, certainly that everybody draws from. And and I definitely place them in the conversation. Um, Back to the nineties though. um, Local H is on my list. I need to do more research (laughs) on them. I feel like, I feel like I would really like that. I did not see that coming. (laughs) You never know. You never know what's going to come next. But, uh, you know, I, that's, that's another one. I I think when we post them, everybody loves them. Everybody's like, oh, I saw them in whatever, 2001. And it was, it was great. Um, but yeah. That's interesting. Maybe they're, they're not number one on the list, but, uh, they're on, they're on there. They're out there somewhere. Hmm. That's funny. That's awesome. Um, yeah, someone, someone actually, the anniversary just popped up uh, the other day of his passing came up and it, and, it, it, and I saw a lot of people post about it. I was just going to bring this shocked. up. I was kind of shocked about Jeff, Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley. And obviously I know, I know his music and I know, you know, his hits and stuff, but I didn't really understand. I don't know if I, I don't really understand his, his influence in the music and, and how much, uh, how important, you know, what he was in a way and how big he could have been. So um, I have some work to do there for sure. And I, I'm kind of excited about that because he kind of fits in that, like, you know, kind of like Beck kind of singer songwriter, like very, yeah, just very in, in, in deep, deep guy. Yeah. So I'm, I, that, I'm that is the last person that I was going to bring up in this category. And I think Jeff Buckley has been on my list that like, shit, I should, I should really take some time yeah. for probably four or five years at this point. And I just, I just haven't done it. Um, aside from he has, he has a live album that I think has a couple of Dylan covers on there and it's got, I shall be released on there too. Um, it was a really good live album, but I don't, you know, aside from, uh, grace and like lover, you should have come over. Um, I don't, How I don't know. <laughs> I think um I think with him it it, it may be a, a similar situation to like a Kurt Cobain thing where um unfortunately you know well maybe not unfortunately but you know because somebody passes before their time there's this other bit of mystique surrounding them and uh, I think people think really highly but knowing what I know about him it's it's still one of those same things where you just can't help but think about, you know, where his career would have gone because I mean, he was, he was not old when he passed away. Um, so you figure mm-hmm. he's still well within creating, uh, you know, his creative eight creative years at this point, if he were still with us, but definitely been on my list for a long, long time. Um, I don't really know where to start though. Um, I don't the know. Beginning, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> start at the beginning. Nah. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I'm definitely, I think I'm, uh, I'll find myself getting into him, his music pretty soon. Yeah, um, just like uh, just like last summer, we had the pack that we had to get into jam bands. Maybe this summer we have to get into Jeff Buckley. Did a pretty good job getting into jam bands. Uh, the Goose Man. The Goose is yeah. The Goose is great. I I have been able to. Uh, yeah, I have been able to get into the Dead and some other stuff, but it's still so daunting. Um, yeah, I still, I, I, my, my only hopes are Goose or the Dead. Uh, I, I think I'm, <laughs> I, I removed my tent from the, uh, from the fish camp. <laughs> I tapped out even. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Fish was not for you, man. No, Harry uh, Hood. It's funny that I mean, I think they get, they're probably gonna, you know catch some uh more followers because they're all you know original members from the old you know yeah right? i mean it's full band i think that you know obviously they're still they're all still so. alive so i think i, I think they know. got a lot of yeah yeah um another another band another kind of some people that i wanted to bring up was 
in the classic rock vein, there's a lot of music that I know the people, but I haven't listened to the music all that much. But I was thinking, like, honestly, like Janis Joplin and like Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship with oh, Grace yeah. Slick, like Grace Slick. Oh my God, those one two, of the greatest yeah. voices I think of that era. Right, those two are are so influential and 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 just like really great. But I haven't listened to an incredible amount. Um, and I'm not sure really why. So I would like to go and go back and listen to more of, you know, more of that. You know, honestly, and, and some more Jimmy. I need, I need, I haven't, I haven't really listened to a ton of Jimi Hendrix, just like his yeah. main. I mean, I've, you know, I have a handful of stuff I had on my iPod, iPod when I first got it. Totally. Um, and I listened to that pretty, like a lot, but yeah. I, would, I would, I would enjoy getting more into him too. Yeah. I think you definitely should. When, when I was in college, I really got into him for a few months and, uh, I think the greatest stuff that we have are the live albums that he that he did over the years, and um, yeah, super super yep. super good. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it really captures the full essence. And um, his, uh, I mean, his band Band of Gypsies, they were so good. Uh, the drummer was Buddy Miles, uh, who is uh, in in our in our sphere. He is the main practitioner of the big beat, the big beat, the um, big beat. <laughs> Dreams by Buddy Miles. Um, and that's the thing. I mean, you have someone like that in your band who incredible drummer, but also an incredible singer. And, you know, you don't, you don't really hear a peep out of him because it's, you know, it's Jimmy up there. And, and, uh, obviously, I mean, Jimi Hendrix is, is the guitar God. And, uh, yeah, I definitely think, um, that's one that, uh, it's easy to get into though, too. Um, so right. I don't think you'll have any issues there. Awesome. Any other any other bands that I mean, I also put down the Black Crows because you, you listen to them a ton. Yeah. And I have only listened to them, you know, very fringe level type stuff. Yeah. Just in stuff a weird you way. With me. Yeah. In a weird way, the Black Crows could almost some of their stuff from the late 90s and 2000s could also almost be a gateway to jam bands. Um, right. Because uh, Chris Robinson, huge fan of the Grateful Dead, as I think most of the band He's... members were, and uh, you know they'll, they've covered Grateful Dead songs, and a lot of their songs, uh, you know, during their second to last iteration, not the current lineup. I mean, they would just extend into these really, really extravagant Dead style jams. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of those bands. They went through a lot of changes, a lot of lineup changes, a lot of stylistic changes too in the types of music that they cut in the studio. But um, well, yeah, I've, know been a, the, I've been a fan of all of theirs. Yeah, the Chris Robinson Brotherhood. The Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Yeah, that was that was kind of out there. Um, Wasn't that like? Um, didn't it have people like a part of the Dead in it, or was it? I I thought it was. It was very jam jam band like type music. It was, it was I remember super, my buddy super was jam bandy. To... Um, I I liked their music. Um, I I can't speak to who was in the band. I'm I'm not. I don't know other than Chris Robinson. And they had a uh, an in, a gentleman named Neil Castle who played guitar in there, who was really Mark talented. Dutton but George Sluffick, some of their yeah. stuff was really out there. I remember when I was in college, uh, my my throws coach was a huge fan of the Black Crows, and uh, you know we would keep up on what the. Uh, what Chris and Rich were each doing. And uh, Rich was in a band called the Magpie Salute, which we saw at the time. And uh, Chris was in the Brotherhood. And I remember one year they released a, an EP, I think it was called, you know, if you lived here, you would be home by now. And one of those songs on there, a little bit of a tangent here, but one of those songs was called From the North Garden. And it did feature a sitar. So, I mean, that's all you need to know. Um, it was it was really, really interesting. But if you have the patience for getting into kind of slower jammy stuff, I think it's a good... Um, and that's the kind of the reason why I can't give up hope on the jam bands because I do like a lot of the slower, 
weirder, more eclectic Crows stuff. So if I like that, I should be able to take the jump. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, so what genre do you wish you spent more time in? Oh, if you were, had to pick, like, you know, obviously we're doing bands, we don't listen too much, but we wish you did. So what genre do you wish that you would be, say, more knowledgeable and just, or just had, like, a general, a better You know what I want to get into? I want to get into, like, old school punk music. Yep, that was, that's my answer. Like that's from what the, I said, from the Ramones the 70s and the Clash, and the early Sex Pistols. 80s. Yes, absolutely. The Germs, I would, the Stooges, like, yeah, all those Yeah, I would guys. really love to get into that, because um, I think... If 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 we spent some time there, I think a lot of dots would connect between that and what went on in the eighties and, and grunge and, and and modern day punk punk rock music because I, I think obviously they're certainly different, but I think we're we're fans of so many bands that were directly influenced by the music that was going on in that genre at that time. So I I would only think that we would enjoy it. So, uh, but that's one of those other areas where I have to be very honest. I don't really know much about it. So um, that's why it's really nice, I think, to be able to run, you know, the pages that we run, because if we ask for suggestions, um, you know, we will have no shortage of them. So I I think that's one, that's maybe another one of our projects uh... for us. Yeah, I've listened to I've listened to him. I had a little stint back when when I was in Finland. I was I was when we were really getting into this in 2015. I was I was into some of this, like the British pop and the England, yeah, bands. And um, so, do you think that so compared to jam bands, do you think that you could last in the punk rock? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't don't know. I don't know if I have the. if, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I have what it takes. You know? <laughs> yeah, do you have? Do you have what it takes to be? You know, shoot. I mean, it's intense. It's intense. It's really intense. Like, and and it's. A, it, I think it exercises a completely different part of your brain as like the jam band scene that we were trying to get into. Because I'm, you know, as far as fish, like I said, I, 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 I didn't have what it took for that. I don't know if I have what it takes for Tool, for example. I really don't know if I have what it takes for like. 70s british punk music um especially like if you got into some of the underground stuff um i don't know i i don't know walk into any record store (laughs) and they're probably playing something that Mm -hmm. that you need to that yeah that you'd feel yeah i don't know i don't know if i could do it i'd like to think i could do it i i think i idealistically i see myself as the strongest version of myself that could handle that but i don't know (laughs) i really don't know it's scary territory, I know. It's terrifying. It's dark out there. It's it's scary. Need my nightlight. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I think we're 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 in fairly fairly good agreement about that. Those territories. Any grunge bands that you wish that you'd listen to more? Yeah, actually. Um, so that, I mean, I, I I put Mother Love Bone down. Mother like, Love Bone I, for me as well. Yeah. I wish. I I just wish that I would. I don't know. Sometimes I. I don't know. I don't want to say it feels off limits, but when I don't, I don't think to go listen to Andrew yeah, all that it much, and I have yeah. no good reason why I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gone through phases because obviously, I mean, they didn't exist for a terribly long period of time, so there's not yeah. a whole lot of music out there. And I've definitely, I've listened to every everything that they ever put out, and I've watched shows and everything. But it's been a while since I've made that, you know conscious decision to do it but you know that i i have i have their music on different playlists of mine and it's the same it's the blind melon reaction like oh shit like i i should go you know i should click on them yeah. and, and go and listen more but they're definitely on there for me um 
Mud Honey is on there for me. I I really yeah. I don't spend near as much time uh, in the Mud Honey uh, Mud Honey jar as I really should. Um, Stone Temple Pilots I think come to mind too. Um, I could I could see myself spending some more time with them. Um, also, uh, the three letter grunge bands Tad and Paw. I got yeah. I got I got to get into Tad. I got to get into Paw. Um, like I said, I think Local H. I don't listen to them enough. Um, I think Hole, Hole, Hole. I think is also on the list of something that I need to get into. Um, L Seven. I got to listen to more of too. Yeah, yeah. L Seven, uh, Hole. Those. Well, definitely Hole had had a lot of stigma behind it that I think kept yeah. us away for a while. Yeah. Um, that'd be fun to. That would be fun to kind of get into because there's some. I mean, they have some good music. Absolutely. Yeah. Really, uh, there's really somebody good else music. that was on the tip of my tongue. Who was I thinking about? Um, I probably stole your thunder when I mentioned Tad, obviously. Yeah, Tad, Tad was a good one. I mean, all those all those bands are really good. Yeah. I mean, the Mud, Mud Honey and Melvins, like they both mm-hmm. kind uh, yeah. of a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, the Screaming Trees would be on this list for me, but yeah. I've uh, I've I've been deep into their stuff for a long time now. You know, since yeah. I made that decision. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all it's all. All well, that's good the music nice. That that's we can the nice thing because it's point. not it's not going anywhere. You know, the only yeah. the only thing the only people that are going anywhere are, is us. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> once this music's out there, it's going to exist forever. So it's just up to us to make our way over there to find it. Um, and obviously, just based off of this conversation that we're having, there's this is just the tip of the iceberg, and there's so many good bands that uh, we'll never get to, which sucks. But you know, you're never going to run out of. Uh, new opportunities and you're never going to exhaust that feeling that you get when you start to discover something that you really like. Um, which is, I think something that keeps me listening to music. So, um, yeah, it's a good feeling with that being said though, I know we've, we've spent this entire segment talking about bands that we like bands that we have to get into, uh, you know, bands that we have to listen to more of Ethan, I think we need to talk about bands that we're just sick of, that we've tapped out on, that we just we just can't do it anymore. Um, not to say that it's always going to be that way, but right now, like we're we're just tapped because yeah, there's always I, bands like this that occupy this space for me. Yeah, and I don't want to be I don't want to be a liar and say that uh, there aren't any of these bands. There's bands that I just can't listen to. Um, I was having a diff. I mean, I was having a kind of a difficult time at first because you like you want to pick bands, but then you're like, well, you don't want to be too mean on, too hard mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. Well, was there any that stuck out that was like really easy choice of like anything, anything really easy for you? I have one that's like it's a more recent band, so it's not. But for yeah. me, I'll go, I can go first. Yeah, I'd love for you to go first. Twenty One Pilots. I was really a big fan of them when I was in high school graduating, and I went to like six or so concerts probably maybe even maybe even more i'm not sure mm-hmm. with some friends and they were just so good they had such a good two-person band one the drummer was really great i thought it was great influence on me and and the singer could you know tyler sang and screamed and he was so good and then they kind of like moved away and kind of went more radio you know based and you know the the crowd their crowds changed at their shows and all of a sudden i got really turned off and they, i just i it's been such a hard like it's so been so hard for me to kick this um disdain for them so i haven't i haven't listened to any of their new stuff and i'm just totally i mean i don't even really go back to their old stuff anymore so they i just they just i got sick of them and it's hard for me to it's hard for me to 
get past it. I don't really know why. I mean, because there's other music. I'm listening to other music now, so it's no big deal. But they kind of switched, yeah. and I kind of it kind of they lost me, which is sad. Mm. But whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's always it's always strange how that happens. Like ban- bands will lose you, or like bands will make a um stylistic shift that you just you're just not really on board with what they're doing at that point and you just kind of only only find yourself listening to the recent stuff um i will say um they're not in this category for for me right now but that happens to me from time to time with pearl jam like i'll have oh, my yeah. fill and i, I just need, i need to take <laughs> i need to take some time away um, but the, the different yeah. side of that is i was gonna well i wanted to point out the different side is like because i think you hear a lot of people when they bag on pj it's because they, same thing with me, they grew up listening and going to all the shows while they yeah. loved them. Mm-hmm. And when we look back as a full discography at them, it's different because we don't see it like a time lapse where like, so with the 21 pilots, like I, it's a, it's like a, yeah, it's a change of over time and stuff. So it, I think it affects me differently. And I think that's the cool part about this page is we talk to people that live through it and that they have their opinions because like, you know, you know, we had this pearl all we knew was 10 and verse and like you know it was right. very with with dave Aberzis on the drums and we didn't yeah. really so know then, anything about yeah yeah so i think sometimes like for us you do get sick of pearl jam but it's not the same as when you hear people talk about it. so i understand where that like when you're living through it it, it is a different type of like uh you know your opinion's a little bit stronger maybe because i do the totally. same thing with pearl jam but it's not like i don't i've i i can't completely get behind the like they're selling out and stuff because i yeah i know them both ways so yeah i knew them when they were old exactly yeah yeah i oddly enough about pearl jam um i felt a little bit of this when i started seeing the videos from their most recent tour the tour that they're on right now and like we only saw them six years ago i mean that's a drop in the bucket considering you know they started in 1990 and, and 10 came out in 91 but I had like a little, a little, little inkling of that. I was like, oh, like it's not, it's not as good as it was, you know, in 2016. And I'm like, wait a second, like listen to yourself right now. Like one, that sounds ridiculous because you weren't even born when they started. Secondly, just like relax. It's not that big of a deal. Um, so I can certainly see why people feel that way frequently about Pearl Jam. And like we we get comments all the time like, oh, you know, I saw them. I saw them live in 93 and then, you know, I checked them out live in 06 and it just, you know, it, it just wasn't, it didn't do it for me anymore because they're, you know, they're neutered now compared to what they were before. Uh, I think that's a yeah. common sentiment, but um, I have to say, you know, you know what band I'm kind of sick of right now? Mm, who? Which it's funny because I don't really ever know that I've considered myself to be a fan of this band. Um, I'm kind of sick of the Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh uh, yeah i can see that i'm kind of sick of them. Uh, I see it. yeah a lot a lot of people get a lot of people get to that point um, yeah for sure. well i think i think music particularly rock and roll um it kind of anoints people and puts people on pedestals that just survive as a band and just kind of exist for a long time i think oh, yeah. i think there's there's a lot of bands that you know, obviously have that element to them. I think Pearl Jam a lot. That's a, that's a critique of them. Like, Oh, they're just, you know, they, they've just existed. They're only popular now because they were popular 30 years ago. Um, but yeah, I don't know the chili peppers, um, you know, the, the new album that came out, obviously, um, that was, it was kind of everywhere in, in the music sphere. People were pushing that mm-hmm. album hard, you know, it got a lot of press. It was, it was everywhere. 
And I just, I think I, I had enough during the press cycle for the release and uh, I, I don't, I don't really seek them out. I don't know that I ever really did. Um, right. But at this point, I mean, it's, it's at the point where, you know, I would, I'd probably change the station. I just need a little bit of break. So. Yeah. Hearing their stuff on the radio, doesn't always get me, get me going. But um, for some reason, the chili peppers, like they kind of have my heart. I, like I'm like I'll, I don't think I'd ever turn on the Chili Peppers. They just I like yeah. them. I like what they did. I like the stuff. And for some reason, they're just like yeah, yeah. They just they're just playing music. They're doing the Chili Peppers thing, and I I don't get upset with it. And the no, new yeah, album, and like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, so I, it's it's so funny because they just fit in a category. Like yeah, like it's like the one kid in the class. And like yeah, just you know let him do his thing. Like you know no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he's just he, yeah. <laughs> They're they're that, in their own that, world, you know. That's just him, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think something he, he something everybody forgets. Like, yeah, like, are you gonna something. stop him? Like, nah, that's just right. you know, that's <laughs> just, just that's just going. Yeah, he's yeah, fine. Yeah, he does that. It's really funny. You just gotta <laughs> let him go. What he does. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think something that people forget a lot when they talk about bands that they might be sick of or bands that you know they've fallen off off of, like like you with Twenty One Pilots. Like, it's like what the dude said. That's just your opinion, man. Um, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sitting here saying that the Red Hot Chili Peppers are objectively bad, obviously, because I think a lot of people liked the new record. I mean, it did a lot of, sold a lot of copies. It's getting a lot of play, obviously, and uh, they're very, very fucking talented. I'm sure their shows are good, um, but it's just, you know, it's my opinion that I've, you know, I've had, I've had enough of them. The, the tank's full. Um, I got, I got to burn some of the fuel before I can, uh, can, can put some more in there. Um, I don't know. I mean, they come to mind. Um, I'm sick of Van Halen, to be honest. I I, I changed this channel. I I don't like them. Um, I don't like. Yeah. I don't like anything. We know this. I don't like anything from the '80s. Um, I used to. I don't. I used to. I used to consume this stuff because it was on classic rock radio. I mean, I could get down to some 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 Van Halen. I, I used to be able to get down to some Sweet Child of Mine by Guns. I I can't do it anymore. I don't. I don't listen to them. Um, I'm when sick I was of them. driving. Yeah, when we and when I was driving with Nick from Arizona to California, I yeah. I, I put on um, I put on Holy Diver, yeah, by uh, Dio, Dio, yeah, is. and yep, uh, and then his song. other his and I love it, I love that song. But then we we went, I, we played this game, I played this game that I like to call How Long Can You Last in Eighties Metal, <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and you put on you put on one of their albums, put on a Dio album, and you know you get the one song, and you're like wow, this is really good, this is why it was big, and then you get into the other ones, and you're like, you know, it's kind of doing the same thing, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I've like like a four song limit uh, sometimes, even though I'd like to go a little bit longer, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much kind of kind of done <laughs> that's kind of it yeah. for me um, i have to say do you know the one song that always gets without fail from me the most visceral reaction i will always change it no matter what and if i'm in the car and i don't have access i will ask someone to change it if it used to come um, on in the weight room i would ask people to change it let i me think the one song i cannot stand is um, it is it a part of like guns and roses motley crew it's it's, like, it's from it's from that vein and it's it's got um, such a distinct beginning that I hear it. It takes me a, a third of a second to realize that it is what it is, and I need to get out of there as soon as possible. Um, let me think. Uh, is it? Well, this is this is is it Journey? No, don't stop believing. <laughs> no, I, I I don't mind Journey. I don't, I don't mind them. They're, they're safe. What, what we'll band is it? Alone. What band is it? It's Van Halen. 
Oh, okay. What hot for teacher? What is? It? I cannot fucking stand hot for teacher. When that <laughs> when that, right. that, that when it starts, I don't know if it's like yeah, it's like a drum. It sounds like a motorcycle kind of starting up. I I cannot stand it. It comes on. It ruins it ruins that moment for me. Whatever's going on, I, I can't stand it. I gotta I gotta change it. I gotta leave the room. Um, I have to go hijack the ox, play something else as a palate cleanser. I I cannot stand that song. I hate Damn. it. Fucking Damn, hate it. That was always that was always when I was you know learning drums. Like yo, listen to the hot for teacher drum solo, the drum yeah. intro, man. It's and I listen to it. I'm like, this just sounds like muddled. Like and I was yeah, like, what, garbage. Like, what's going on here? It's garbage. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't like, do it. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah. There's, you know, are there like, any other bands for you that, that come to mind? Because there's one more for me I, I'd have to get off my uh, chest. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's one band that it's a common theme, but it fits in all categories. But one band I'm sick of is Tool already. <laughs> like, <laughs> they have, Tool, they, Tool they've fits existed in every, in every category. single category that we've spoken about today. <laughs> they reluctantly were thrown into fame in my life. I loved it. I also have no understanding of them so i need to go way deeper yeah. they fit into the culty like you know you can't be here unless you don't know and then also like i'm just kind of tired of tool he does he's he is everything for me so yeah. tool is like tool stands alone it's a walking like, contradiction yeah a walking contradiction exactly and it's just you just never it's like a magic eight ball you know you just yeah. take it you shake it and then who knows mm-hmm. what the fucks you're gonna get so yeah, yeah tool tool i'm sick of them yeah sorry maynard yeah, that's all right. I mean, I, I, I'm sick of them too. Yeah, everybody is. I mean, but at the like, same time, I'm sick of them. Is. I also think I should listen to them more. I also need yes. to get into them, and I also I currently don't like them. It's it's everything at once. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how it's possible. I know it's weird, man. It's weird. <laughs> it's funny how it happens. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, what, was that the same band you were thinking? No. So there's there's one more for me, and I feel kind of bad. Um, uh, stating what I'm about to state, but it, it only really came to mind because I think they're touring right now. And I had uh, at least one of my, no, a couple of my friends see different shows along the, along the road on this tour, but I've had enough of the who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've, just, I've just had enough. I, um, I love I it. Think, like, I love it. For me, <laughs> I think they just stop need to pack it playing. in. <laughs> they just need to stop. Stop. That's so good. I I, I know, totally like, agree. I mean, and, and certainly it's sour grapes because they're very rich and famous and talented, um, or at least they, you know, they're rich and famous and they were talented. Um, but I I don't know. I just I don't know. They played in Boston, um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. By the time this comes out, and uh, I not for a second. I was like, oh, I gotta see the Who. Um, like I, I just don't think it's a good live product anymore. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> imagine, it's not, right? It's not, it's not for me. It's just like, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure I'll feel similarly in a way about like if Pearl Jam 20 years from now is still playing Leash Live. You know, you play Babbo O'Reilly, you know, Teenage Wasteland, you know, they're all wasted <laughs> and they're just, you know, telling everyone to say, fuck man. off. It comes I don't back, know. dude. I really, uh, it makes you appreciate the whole jam band you know, type of music con- concert going where they play three songs, you know, like they, they mix it up. They don't play the same songs. Like yeah. They they stumbled upon something so good because they can get away with anything on stage where like yeah. my, my friend just saw Smashing Pumpkins here in, mm-hmm. in Birmingham. And yep. he was like, yeah, you know, it was good. It was, he's like, it was kind of a calculated old, you know, rock band. They probably don't drink anymore. They probably, you know, they're just playing, they're playing the music and 
you know, and they play the songs you want to hear, but it's kind of calculated. And it, but people love it, and that people go and stuff. And yeah, I, I wish I could. I wish I could have went. I guess, but also like, yeah. and maybe I would have been disappointed. So I think with me in a, in a in a in a like a weird roundabout way, my feelings of being over the who only make me appreciate the band that they were in the seventies more. Uh, and the fact that they were able to kind of capture that moment and be so powerful, because let's be honest, the only reason why I'm over them now is because they set such a high standard for themselves with what they were doing in the seventies. And that is a very, very difficult barometer by which to measure yourself against, I think. And and that's on me totally for, you know, like, Oh, why would I go and see them when I could just pull up YouTube from, you know, a show that they did in 74 or whatever. Um, I mean, that's, that's a me thing. Like I said, once again, I'm not projecting on anybody else, but yeah, I, I'm sick of the who I'm tired of it. Um, I just, yeah, it's just, that is, that is that such ship, a good that ship is I like that for me. I like that one a lot. That's yeah. It's been on my good. mind for a little bit because, uh, um, I think it's one of those things too. Everybody that I know that, that went to the, this recent run of shows that the who put on they're like oh they were so good they were awesome and i just feel like they're lying i feel like you have to you have to say they were good um well yeah and some people just i mean they're gonna say that like regardless of how the show actually went well there's so many things that go into it it's like you're you're there with like the famous people they're up there you saw them you check it off the list and like that that obviously adds an element like oh it was so good to do that but it's like was was the music was the performance good I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you can say this about every band. I'm sure there's people that feel this way about all of the bands that I love. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. But yeah, that's, uh, that, that's my final entry into bands that I'm sick of currently, you know, with the understanding that Guns N' Roses is an uh, omnipresent member of that club. Yeah, sick of them. Yeah, that's good. I mean, the Stones, I mean, they could, uh, they, they're still touring, right? They're still touring. Yeah, they should pack it up, probably. <laughs> I mean, Charlie Watts just passed away too. So, I mean, the drummer's gone. And I mean, I don't know how, yeah. how Keith is still alive. I don't know how Mick's able to do what he does, but yeah. There's certain bands like that that are like legacy bands that I feel bad about not having seen because I've had opportunities to see the Stones. Uh, another person, I've had several opportunities to see Bob Dylan live. Uh, he used to come to uh, the college town where I lived and worked for five years. He used to come like every year, every other year. But every single time I passed up, um, just because I've I've heard it's terrible now. It's like forty five minutes of mumbling, and that's it. Yeah, sounds about right. So yeah, I, I mean, don't feel don't feel bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna beat myself up over it. No, there's a lot of other young artists that needs our support and need Absolutely. our. That we can spend our time going to local music. I, yeah, I think this is a good part of the show where we're going to push. Go see your local bands. Go see your local music. Support the the band that you've always, you know, buy that shirt you always wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. You know, because that that really is important. Give, you know, buy the record, buy the vinyl. I had a real long discussion with my friend about streaming services. And maybe we can make an episode on that. It's a, yeah, I'd, it's a double, I'd love it's to a get into that. Sword. Yeah. yeah maybe really if we get is. the right guest that actually knows the industry, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, um, that would be really cool. Or, or or a musician's perspective, I think that would be really cool. Both sides of it, yeah. Yeah, do a little, little because, like, they, round they, table. They, I mean, without getting too into it, like, I just, the streaming service does a lot of good, you know, obviously getting the music out and stuff, but it's also, they're not getting a lot of the profit, so what gives? Yeah, I think if you use the streaming service to discover, and if you feel strongly enough about something, or if you really like it, I think you have to do Move something off the to platform. support. 
yeah, I think you have to uh, you have to buy something from from the musician or go see a show or something. Speaking of shows, Ethan, I just found out about this right before we sat down to record, and I need your opinion. Literally like four, like five minutes before I sat down and we started doing this episode, I found out that on Tuesday, June twenty eighth, the Melvins are coming to Providence, my town. <laughs> you have to go. <laughs> I feel like I have to go. <laughs> you have to go, dude. That is. To see King Buzzo, that one uh, consistently yeah, gets go. reviewed as the loudest show people have gone to. It's always the Melvins and Dinosaur Junior. When when people yep. we we have this, I topic. have a re- I'm pretty sure I have a rescheduled Dinosaur Junior show for in the yeah. Fall you of definitely this year. do. I remember this. You haven't gone yeah. yet, so yeah. He just like repo- He just set it for like a year, which is a so long think, time. <laughs> so you you think you think I need to go? I think they, there's no way those tickets are going to be that. It's probably. I mean, what venue? It's 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 twenty six dollars to go. That's worth it. And piss away twenty six dollars in worse ways yeah. than going to see the Melvins. You buy a case. You buy a case of beer for that. Ex- and, exactly. And, and, that's it. So as it stands you- right now, on on June twenty fifth, I'm going to see Failure. I've already bought the ticket. Um, so then only a few days One later, day later, I'll get, I'll, oh. I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll go to King Buzzo. So it's a uh, Saturday think, the twenty fifth, and then Tuesday the twenty eighth. A great opportunity. Dang, that's like three weeks from now, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's it's soon. You should. It's even sooner after the. Uh, um, the release of this episode two yeah. weeks after this episode I think coming out. I would that's a band that I would love to go. Like if I yeah, I think I have if, to go. If I, had, I think if I had the choice to see Mud Honey or the Melvins, I think I would choose the Melvins. Really? What about you? Interesting. I think I have to pick Mud Honey, obviously, but I'll hope hope yeah. to see both. I guess I'll check Dang. the Melvins off here in a couple of weeks' time and uh, I'll see see what the see what see what the buzz is all about. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Sick. I was going to say you could spend $26 on a cheap case of beer and get a headache, or you can spend $26 on a really loud concert and get, and a, get headache a headache that way. <laughs> so either way, get an you're organic headache. A, yeah, just get a real one. I can feel it coming. I can feel the onset headache coming on. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. My mind's made up. I'll buy the tickets. I'll go. Yeah. yeah I would. There we have it. All right. Yeah, that was that was a good conversation. Uh, we we talked about solid. a lot of bands. Maybe we hurt some feelings. Maybe we healed some feelings that we hurt yeah. earlier in this podcast full, series. Yeah. Full disclaimer: We're just two guys talking, yeah. having fun with music. We probably yeah. contradict a lot of the stuff we've said, but um, we love music and it's and our nature. taste changes all the time. Yeah. So, um, but speaking of supporting local and small, um, support Grunge Bible. Gotta support us. Go to go to Patreon, become a supporter. That's the best best ways to support us. It keeps us going. But if you don't want to do that, leave a review on either um, Spotify, Apple, or whatever other streaming yeah, device you're using. Yeah, go to YouTube, using. leave a comment, subscribe to yeah. us on YouTube. That would be let's that would be great as well. Yeah, let's get an update. How many subscribers? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, how many I'm, I'm we pretty. Have? Sure, I think I think on YouTube right now we're rolling with like 730, give or take. Um, and uh, on on Spotify, I think we have about thirty five hundred followers on the podcast. So um, nice. I would love for that number to go up. Um, I don't know yeah, how many people. Are, yep. Yep. I don't know how many people are subscribed to Apple because it doesn't disclose it, which sucks. Either that, or I'm not using the the apparatus correctly, <laughs> which is just as likely. But uh, either way, um, I'd like to think that it probably mirrors uh, mirrors Spotify, since the listener base is quite similar between Spotify and Apple. Um, I have no fucking clue about Amazon or Stitcher or whatever, whatever anybody else uses. Or Audio Slave or whatever the other device. 
<laughs> who knows what's going on there but yeah seriously um we would love it if you support us you know this does take time it does take money uh to continue to put this out so you know with that in mind we want to continue to give uh the best product that we can and uh that will certainly uh you know that will certainly help us out i mean that's the best way to help somebody is is uh you know dollars in the bank so you know we could certainly yep. use it with this endeavor uh because like i said it does does take time and money to do this yeah and also thank you drew our yeah. lovely producer he, yeah, you people do want to know job where our money week. goes to it goes to our producer yeah. Yeah, that guy. That guy loves that we're doing this podcast. Yeah, he does. And I love <laughs> right, that he's. Drew? I love that he's yeah, producing we love our you, podcast. Drew. He's fantastic. We'll get him on for an episode here sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, we're due. We're due for a Drew, Drew episode. Due for Drew. All right, I think that brings us to song of the week. It does bring us to song of the week. I got a good one this week. I mean, yep. it's uh, it's a new song as of April, so it just came out single, and it's a band that I'm gonna see um, in about a month, about four weeks. Nice. I've seen them before. Um, I, I said I would see them again when they came around, and they are. So it is Rainbow Kitten Surprises the band, and the song is Workout. And it's about a five-minute song. It's very, like, the best way I can put it, it's very cinematic. Um, it seems oh, I love like that. A, yeah, it seems very movie-esque. It seems like a trailer. It seems like the end of the movie where the you know, you're watching people progress and it has a nice build to it and it's kind of soft. Um and it just like I said, it just kinda of tells a story and um it's a really good song and got me excited. I'm not sure if they have plans for a full album before um like when it's gonna drop or whatnot. I'm hoping um but yeah they got some great music i i always love watching them so yeah um work yeah, out like, by like rainbow them. kitten surprise yeah great. they're solid i'll have to go listen to that I, I i haven't listened to that one yet so looking forward to that so right, my Chris. entry there there are a lot of contenders this week um thinking beforehand over the last couple of days since i like to think think in advance sometimes about this i mean kendrick was in the conversation harry styles was in the conversation Mark Lanigan and Petey are always in the conversation. Car Seat Headrest has been in the conversation lately. But I'll tell you, a couple of days ago, I had a, uh, you know, it was one of the first really, really good summer nights that we've had here up in, uh, up in Rhode Island. And um, you know, I, was, I was on the open road, and uh, it just so happened that a song from the past came on. And uh, let me tell you, it hit the spot. So that is going to be my CCR? song of the week. Not CCR. <laughs> similar though. Similar. Similar vibe. Um, we are going to Boston, and uh, nice. the song of the week is going to be "Foreplay Slash Long Time" by yep. Boston. It's one of those songs that I probably before I had that experience driving recently, I hadn't heard it in a long time because I don't listen to the radio much anymore. Like I'll I'll just you know I'll link up my phone or I'll listen to NPR to be honest. Um, I don't listen to classic rock radio that much anymore so i i miss out on my bostons i miss out on my Dang. ccrs i mercifully miss out on my who's and my van halens but i do miss out on boston which sucks because i mean that that debut album that they had there's not a bad song on there and foreplay slash long time is probably my favorite one i'll tell you right when um right when it kicks in like the main part of the song um and that guitar is going and brad delp's vocals come in i mean you can't you cannot be in a bad mood especially it was it was picturesque. You're driving, the sunset, and the windows are down, and uh, it's it's such a good song. And and sometimes, honestly, Ethan, I have to tell you, 
I do occasionally skip the foreplay and go right into the right into the long time um, the, before I hopped on to record this. I, I did. I just got got right into it. I skipped all the extracurriculars and we got right into it. And um, man, what a good song! That's my song of the week. That's so awesome. Good. I love so good. I love bands that um, have the names of cities: yeah. Boston, Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think of is there more? There's gotta be more. <laughs> Population two. <laughs> no, nah, there's more. I'm blanking though, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, never, yeah the information's never there when you need it. <laughs> that's a yeah. great one. I, 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 my father is a big Boston fan, mm-hmm. so good stuff. Really, the, good lyri- stuff. the lyrics are so good too. You know, it's been such a long time. I think I should be going. Time doesn't wait for me. It keeps on rolling. Hmm. Such I think that's song. us right now. Yeah, yeah I think it's our. I You'll think it's forget our time about me after I've been gone. <laughs> Until next thank week, you. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say thank you, everybody, for listening in, and uh, we hope that we started your Monday off correctly and set you up for a really good week. If you're listening midweek, finish strong, and if you're listening at the end of the week, you made it. Just like us finishing this podcast, we made it. It's time for the weekend. Um, so rock and roll. Be safe, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week, everyone. Thanks for spending your time with us. And uh, yeah, Ethan, I think uh, think we should be going now. Yeah, let's go catch a beer and a game, Absolutely. Huh? Let's do it, man. <laughs> All right, see you guys. All right, everyone. <laughs>